0: Assalamu alaikum, peace and blessings be upon you in the name of God, the most gracious and the most merciful. All glory and praise belongs to God and salutating with salutations to the Beloved and all the Beloveds of God who include Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and his holy family. Thank you so much for tuning into our 24th Healing is Believing podcast series. And today's episode we are discussing about Intuition and the senses. Here at the Divine Clinic, I am your host, QW. Joining me is my co host, the delightful Imam Saab, as well as our spiritual ambassador for the Divine Clinic Foundation, Dr. Isa White Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum, Imam Saab. How are you? as salam. And, and assalamu alaikum, Dr. Isa. How are you today?
1: Fine. I'm so excited tonight.
0: So excited. Beautiful. Alhamdulillah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful because it's that intuition. And we're talking about today about intuition and the senses. When we really hone into our inner selves and we use that inner compass of us and how allows us to make uh, choices in alignment with our one Self within ourselves so that we are always in a in a path of light and truly blessed to with this light of trying to of purification and trying to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and trying to get um, closer in understanding our soul and meaning in life and through the journey of having to connect with the one that has already perfected themselves, as we all know is our teacher, the Kutub of our time. And so as we talk about the intuition and the senses, um, we have our Imam Saab, if you can kindly go ahead, open the discussion from a healing perspective so that we can, Enlighten our audience and help answer any queries or questions they may have um, regarding um, this beautiful uh, subject that we're discussing today. Yes, of course, Alhamdulillah. Um, well, intuition and the senses, um, it's a very, 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 very subject, to, to be honest with you. Um, when we speak about intuition in perspective of healing, um, we have to understand that we as human beings, yeah, we are
2: the embodiment of of perfection, yeah, of God's creation, yeah. Although uh, you know, it's through the journey of spiritual practice and spiritual guidance that you begin to understand that perfection, but. What we're saying is, in terms of intuition, from a a biological perspective, um, is that the human body, uh, just the human body, forget the spirit, forget everything else, just the body itself, is an amazing machine. Because, you know, when you're not feeling well, the body emits certain signs to show that there's something not quite right. It's the same with, you know, someone who's pregnant carrying a child. They will know... Through this process of intuition of what their body is telling them that something is is not quite right, you know, with, with the the child they're carrying, um, because they are connected to that life force, they are connected to something else. So then, when we're looking at intuition from a perspective of those who are spiritually distressed, um, severely distressed, again they have this intuition within themselves to know that something is not quite right, something doesn't feel okay. They are fearful, they are scared, um, they manifest through um, certain elements of altered states of consciousness, i.e. through their dreams, um, because it's a spiritual contamination that's taking place. Um, and because of this contamination, the, the essence of purity is uh, you know, not, not being able to be fully allowed upon that individual or that individual being able to, to move into that divine essence. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a really important thing, really, to be honest, intuition. It's a very, very important tool. But also, one has to also be quite careful because, you know, many people, they say that you have to do things based on your gut, yeah, your gut feeling. Now, classically, when we look at spirituality, uh, irrespective of whichever faith you're from, you'll understand about the lower self. That's a key understanding or a key uh, curriculum of of your understanding of the higher states of consciousness. Is that you have to dispel the lower self, you have to overcome the lower self, and a teacher will guide you through that process. That's why you you need to have a teacher. Um, and upon embarking on that path of overcoming the lower self that's when you truly begin to understand what is coming actually from the heart and what is actually coming from the lower self. So when people say, you know, I feel it in my gut or I've got a gut feeling, you can't always go by your gut feeling, Um, especially when you're involved with spiritual practice or you're in association with that. Why? Because um, it may not necessarily be the true representation of what the truth is. You see what I mean? So it's a very, very fine line between the ego and the heart. And that's why we have the Quran, we have the Book of Guidance, which gives us a totalistic way on how to live our life in this world. Uh, And to be able to move forward um, and to be able to progress. And by understanding ourselves, we get to understand our Lord. And then we're talking about the senses, you know, everything in this life is sensual. What's happened is because of the way society has moved through this industrialization, and again, we're not, we're not here saying that, you know, business is bad and for you to be involved in business is a bad thing. Of course not, because every community thrives on economics. Economics is a very crucial part of growth for, you know, a community to, to economically flourish. So, you know, even when you look at the history of Islam, you know they they had to, at some point in the Islamic Revolution, you know of bringing that truth, they had to also be a way of sustaining themselves because they couldn't just wait for people to sort of you know hear the truth and then decide whether they were going to be on board or not, pretty much the same way that we are having at the moment, in that people are still you know sitting on the fence as regards to where they are with their belief. But you know, at the end of the day, You know, we're not talking from ourselves. We're talking from the Quran. You know, you only have to look at the Quran, where God himself says that, you know, to strive and fight in the cause of God, whether light or heavy. You know, God talks about so many instances of sacrifice in which he says he tests you with your wealth and your children. But how many people understand the true essence of that test and how deep God can go with that test, especially when you're embarking on a spiritual path? Of understanding yourself, that that test becomes quite great, you know. But it's also understanding in in the calmness that you have, which brings tranquility to the heart, in knowing that God does not give a soul more than it can bear, you know? So it, it's important. Senses, you know, the senses are, are a very very crucial aspect um, of us as, as individuals to live a life in accordance to what is the truth. And you know every book of scripture that has been revealed by God, you know, through such personalities as you know, Isa alayhi salam and Musa alayhi salam, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi sallam, in that, in understanding that these these scriptures that were given to them are the book of guidance, are the book on how to live. It's the book of you know it it's the book of healing, it's a book of wonderment, it's a book of sciences, it's a book of everything. You know, I mean, personally as well, you know, you can also go to the Quran even for business advice. Honestly, you'd be surprised at what the Quran will give you, you know, from what God has already given to us. He has completed his favor on us 1,400 years ago, and he said that in the Quran also, you know. He said he's completed his favor. Therefore, there's nothing more that he can give you because he's given us everything, But it's our connection to what the truth is, you see. So if your intuition is telling you that everything is okay and you've never ever been cleansed before, then, you know, I'm sorry to say that you are living in falsehood. And I will say that adamantly and openly and publicly. That you are living in falsehood until you have gone through the baptism of purification. Only then can that light or the illumination of truth be shining down on you, on your life, and that you can then start to, you know, start to grow, you know, and that in touching other people's lives in the process, they also become enlightened and, you know, know, on this journey of progression of the soul. You know, effectively, that's what we need to become. We need to all become higher states of consciousness, beings of higher states of consciousness. Because then it's through that that you start to begin to develop a great respect for yourself and for those around you, and ultimately for God. You know, so that's what it all comes back to. You know, so when we're talking about intuition, we have to really start asking ourselves, and again, this is the thing, I mean, how would you know, you know, as someone who's just. You know, in that process of living in this kind of duality complex of, of neither here nor there, you know, you're, you're following this, but you're not really understanding or you're doing this, but you still have fear. I mean, you know, it's, it's a complex, it's a situation and then you're getting all these messages or you're getting these signs or you're getting these feelings, but what feeling is true? And that's why, you know, that's what, in our previous podcast, we talked about ethics and morality, you know, what makes a human being humane, you know, what what brings, what what brings, you know, the, the humans in humanity. And that is where the book of guidance really comes in. It's not what anybody else says, because God's already said it, and he's given it to the one who sacrificed everything, you know, everything. You know, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, his holy family, his friends, his beloveds, his sahabas. You know, we have to understand something, that the holy prophet himself deserves the greatest respect. Why? Because he was a man who was given such foresight from God to know that ultimately all of his, his family members and his companions would be annihilated in some shape or form for preserving this truth. For carrying out this mission. That you know, it takes it, it takes a heart of gold and it takes a heart of, of, of divine love, compassion and strength to be able to move with that, to be able to go through suffering with that as well. Because the Prophet suffered as well, you know, at the hands of many people. You know, ultimately they were the strangest of strangers. But then once their popularity or notoriety gained, Because more people started following, more hearts started turning. Then everybody wanted a piece of the pie. Then the egos came in. So then what was the intuition of these people? Were they following their ego or were they following their heart? Because in the Quran, God also says, he addresses the, the, the people coming to see the prophet, saying that the wives of the prophet are the wives of the prophet. They're not your wives you know, they're not your mothers, they're not this, they're not that, you know, it's very clear that God is establishing a link and a relationship between, you know, the prophet, his progeny, his family, his household, and everybody else, you know, and it's very, very important that we understand that even to the extent where God even says himself in the in the Quran, he says, uh, you know, that the prophet is not a father to you, he's not your father, because many people will be given by the acts of kindness, thinking that, you know, they could just align themselves and then receive God's compassion. It doesn't work like that. You may love someone who is who is a man of God, but that is not enough. That's what God is saying, essentially. It's all in the action. It's all in the doing. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have to say, I love you, but it's what we do for that individual, you know, for that person of God that's saying that patronage, you know. In our journey. Our teacher, for example, right? It's not about what you say, it's about what you do, how you carry yourself, how you conduct yourself. You know, because God is watching. God is watching always, you know. We firmly believe that. So again going back and brings this conversation back to the intuition and and about the senses that uh, firstly you have to have the sensibility to understand that you yourself are in this in this world of, you know, in this bubble of illusion, of conjecture, you must first believe that. You must come to that realization first and then saying, well, how do I take the next steps? Where do I need to go? What do I need to do? Who is speaking from the book? You know, that is the question that, you know, everybody, I mean, there are so many people out there talking about spirituality, so many, you know, because more and more people are being awakened to a form of the truth but ultimately the real truth is in the Quran in what has been given to us we just need to find our way back but in order to do that we must get cleansed we must be you know we must go through this process of purification you know it's only then that you can you know achieve that total sense of oneness so I believe that you know many people's intuitions are lies really to be honest you know the people I've encountered in my journey both people who are clairvoyants, people who are this and that. you know there are good people among them but also bad people. And what but the thing is what what determines their level of sensitivity to the truth is their ego. you know is their ego. So once the ego is inflamed, your spiritual transmission is disrupted. It's so sensitive, so sensitive. So, you know, we can then understand from the perspective of those who need healing, you know, who are severely afflicted, their intuitions are are, are ringing alarm bells. They They are having physical manifestations. You know, you've all heard of people who, you know, have like possession in their homes, you know, demonic possession happening. You know, there are even instances in cases that we've dealt with where they're receiving messages on mobile phones. Yeah from a phantom number the number doesn't exist but they are having what essentially looks like a thread of conversation with something something is conversing with these people who are spiritually afflicted and these are things that are happening and I'm, going, well, I'm just going to say it as it is because we need to bring it out there you know people cannot believe that the life that they're living is perfect because it's not it's the illusion of perfection the only way that you can achieve, uh, you know, any any form of confidence in your belief is through assurance. That is that is number one, and that will bring you to your senses and understanding exactly who you are when you call yourself a Muslim, exactly who you are when you say that you follow Muhammad and Al Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Beautiful, um, Imam
0: Sabit's very true. The cleanse is really how one can really get back home and uh, to give one the, the missing or the link to, to bring everything back to the absolute truth. And, sure. and it's a, a really beautiful gift we have in our time and to embrace it. And uh, mm-hmm. yes uh, Dr. Issa what are your any questions or any um, yes yeah, in- in- intuition you know there was a, a show I used to watch when I was a younger man called Star Trek I don't know if you see it in Europe or not and um, they had two major characters one was Spock <laughs> an alien from another planet,
1: and he based everything on reason and logic. And the captain was Captain Kirk, an Earthling, an American, who would sometimes use emotion as well as a feel to get things done, even though sometimes they were not rational or logical. Fox used to say that mankind was just illogical to function in this manner. And Captain Kurt would say sometimes one must have a feeling of doing something. When I was, when my son was younger, maybe three or four, he would say to me sometimes, maybe five, Daddy, don't go this way. And he had a feel a sense, an intuition of something that may take place. Mm. I speculate that my son and people like him, they were so basic in their spirituality that they had a simplistic but a right feel of where the center of God was in their lives. Because the intuition centered in many respects. Sometimes it's wrong, as the Imam stated, but sometimes it is God centered that allows one to go to a certain way, do a certain thing, feel a certain uh, uh, way to get things accomplished. Sometimes in some uh, uh, traditions, if it's African traditions, if it's uh, Yoruba, or Candomblé in Brazil, or Santa and other areas. And even in some churches, you have women who are dressed in white, and they would say to maybe a congregant, hey, listen, I, I think you should be doing certain certain things. Or I feel that there's something about to take place, good or bad. And these sisters are oftentimes known as spiritual mothers because, as in some Eastern traditions, they, they became in tune to their third eye. And the third eye is being able to embrace the senses that you have but to expound on those senses so that you see and you function at a different level at a level that the prophets, Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings upon him. Prophet Esau, peace and blessings upon him. Prophet Musa, peace and blessings upon him. Focus at. All the time, a lot of times, it didn't seem logical for mankind to do a certain thing, but they had a center direction from God and a center direction that, was based, that we call intuition today. Remember, intuition is consciousness that is oftentimes unreasonable or illogical. You just know that things are going to take place. You just know that things are going to be right. It's a feeling. Sometimes mothers have this intuition. Any mother or any woman who has Birth, who have children. Sometimes your child may be a thousand, two, three, four thousand miles away, and you call them because there's something that you feel that's about to take place, or they need to know something, or something may have happened, and you got the rhythm, the pulse. Uh, of what took place at thousand miles away, thousands of miles away. Sometimes it's intuition by some <laughs> considered thought. And we know that thought travels something like seven, uh, um, 786,000 miles per second by some, by some calculations. That happens. So when we have intuition, and if we're simplistic in and by, by being simplistic that we know the real meaning of God and we know the real meaning of his ambassadors and his prophets and his emissaries like the Kutul, then we're able to understand and tap into our third eye of intuition. And when you get to that level, You're at a level that is elevated above all, then you can really begin to change things in your life. You begin to work at a at a level of perfection that defies logic. Imam, I've been working with Imam for some time now. The man is brilliant and he has an intuition. He can tell me things like, "Oh, brother Esau, I feel something. I see something. This is the direction." QW has an intuition that says to her that we must move it this way. Things are moving; must move in an urgency in this direction. Maybe illogical because it's not unex- because it's not explained, but it's real. Because she and the imam are working at an elevated level. And this is what we're trying to do with people who get involved with the divine clinic. This is what we're trying to do with people who begin to listen to and follow the dictates of the kutub. To work at a level that you have never worked at before. To know what is unseen, to have a clarity, what is unheard, to have a mechanism of faith and consciousness and intuition that will keep you not only successful, but safe, keep you strong, focused, and keep you, most of all, like our last um, program, In a humane manner, love, goodwill, honesty, productivity,
0: Absolutely um, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. You see, so so so, it's, uh intuition is a good thing. logic and people people will say wow how did you do that and you're going to say two things through the grace of God and the other thing by his will because you will not be able to explain it totally yourself
0: thank you Dr. Issa that's uh, very beautiful analogies uh, expressed here and, and like you say it's the eye of the heart um, that gets us to really get to the depth of our intuition and to be able to uh, listen to that voice within us that can direct us to, to operate from a higher consciousness and everything from a higher consciousness comes right back to God consciousness. And uh, with this, uh, before we conclude our uh, segment here, Is there anything else, uh, Imam Saab, that uh, you would like to add to conclude?
2: Yeah, uh, of course.
0: What I wanted to add really was this, is that it's interesting, you know, based on the conversation that Dr. Rita was just uh, elaborating on that
2: piece, is that, you know, when, when we're talking about God's mercy, yeah, and I just want to bring you back to God's mercy again because honestly, I, I can't keep banging on about. I can't stop banging on about it because it's sort of every single day I'm I'm baffled to new heights by God's mercy. You know, I see in everything and in everyone, yeah, in their interactions. The, the issue is that they're not aware of what they're doing. For example, many people across the world have friends. Yeah, they have family. They have you know they have a network. Yeah, and you know you pick up the phone and you ring someone. And then that, someone says, yeah, I've been having such a bad day or I've had this. Now, we wouldn't know this until that person opened their heart up, that this was probably in their heart. So when we're looking at you know, spiritual blockages on people, most of the time blockages that you have are caused by yourself. They're not caused by black magic. The blockages that you have are caused by yourself because you have not been able to process emotional energy properly. Right? Because again, spirituality is all about becoming balanced or or to a balanced state. And that's what the cleansing really gives you is that it it helps, you know, to clear that negativity that you can't remove by yourself and give you a head start in achieving higher states of consciousness much more easily, much more rapidly, much more cleanly. So you know, we're understanding that you know of God's mercy that there are millions and millions of people across the world ringing each other on a daily basis, you know. And, uh, you know, that, that, that act of God's mercy is, is there and it's happening. Albeit on a kind of cellular level, but it's still happening because God loves his creation, you know. All of this, is like, the, the all of these things that we're seeing is that these are all like God's fail-safe plans, you know, so that human beings don't fall into this disarray or this entanglement entanglement of emotions and end up becoming these zombies of, you know, self-sustained blockages uh, coupled with ancestral energies that they're carrying on their spirit, which then in turn is attracting negative energy from their surroundings, be it from people, communities or, you know, from places as well. You know, so bad energy coming on towards you because your spirit is vibrating at a certain frequency because of your ancestral energy. So that makes it easy, either easier or harder depending on the level of ancestral energy that you carry. Yeah. And then, then that in turn is also causing an effect in your life in terms of how you deal with emotional energy. You know, people are going through high impacts our stress at the moment and this is what, you know, bringing it back to intuition, that when you are a person like this, how can you say that the intuition that you have is always clear, it's not, and comparing it to the intuition of a child in the case of Dr. Reese's son and many children like this as well across the world, you know children by and large are innocent they have God's protection on them you know, um by and large, they do. Ninety-nine percent of of, the, of children have that protection, but the one percent don't. They, they, because they, there's there's this other thing that is happening, that is beyond that understanding. That realm of excess has happened. You know. Um, and what we're seeing is that the intuition of that child for example in telling you you know, let's go a different route, let's take a different path because he may have sensed something and he would have sensed something because his heart is open, there's no ego there is there, he does not benefit from saying to you let's choose a different path because it's more economically uh, reasonable to me to go down this way, he didn't say that he knows that whatever you're going to that destination is the destination that is the end goal and that's pretty much like life you know we have to think well where's our destination where are we gonna go I mean once you're in the grave it's a done deal it's too late so take action today and take and become empowered to take control of your life again you know really and become awakened fully consciously you know permanently permanently you know this what we're talking about this life cleanse is a very sacred thing You know, to be fair as well, you know, in the UK, the way that we operate this is on a very high level. Uh, And I say this to you with with all manner of respects to spiritual healers across the world. Yeah, that, you know, if if you're going to come to the divine clinic, then you need to have a certain amount of respect and value for what is being given. Even those who are distressed and agreed, because we're sending them to the mosques as well. We are sending them to the mosque saying, go and speak and speak to your community about your problem. See what they say. Because unless we agitate our communities in giving them the understanding that, listen, this is a problem that's not going to go away. You can't just hide it under the carpet. These are your community. This is your community that's suffering. Yeah, well, at the same time, we're saying, look, open your hand to God's mercy. Yeah? Because through understanding and through... This process of recognition and awareness and you know, embarking on this high state of consciousness that even these leaders themselves and, and people in positions of responsibility, you know, can attain favour from God. That's what it all comes down to. It's favour from God. How do you receive more favour from God? Because he's already said to you in the Holy Quran, he's completed his favour upon you, but he still has not said that I can't give you more. Yeah, because God is, is ever loving, ever abundant, you know, he, He's the most merciful, the ever most merciful. And it's through the Rahma, as what I was saying back to earlier. It's from that Rahma, you know, that which in which everything is created. From that mercy, everything in existence has been created. But this life cleanse is coming from the Rahim. It's not coming from the Rahma. It's coming from the Rahim. You see, even in Surah Rahman in the Quran, is a chapter called Surah Rahman and in that chapter yeah, in that chapter God is, is is you know, line by line He is telling you and He is trying to wake you up in understanding, are you truly understanding the favours of your Lord are you truly understanding why you have been created are you truly grateful for what you've been given and uh, that's that's really important thing to understand so if god himself is asking us this we need to ask ourselves and then by doing that and moving forward can then we only can you know make progress with assurity with confidence with a high level of confidence at least Inshallah. Well,
0: thank you uh imam saab that's really eloquently um expressed here the divine cleanse is truly sacred very, um, a very it has to be treated with a high level of respect, and thereafter, um, the the process of healing, uh, because it is a uh, deep uh, healing of the mind, body, and the soul to awaken the higher heart course, and reviving yeah. the soul, so that yes. yeah, you can see light clarity and truth and get yes. you back to the absolute truth I exactly. yeah I thank you um, for sharing your insight um, and thank Dr. Issa as well for sharing um, his um, his knowledge on how we can all come together and help humanity uh, with this I would, um, like to say to our audience should you have any questions please kindly email us at info at the divine clinic or info at the divine clinic or you can also find information on our events and what we're doing at uh, org. and should you also be in the Orlando area you know come visit us in winter park so we can on thursdays we have a spiritual oneness class and information on that is also available at www.thedivineclinicfoundation.org thank you and assalamu